0: Welcome to the Eddie Hyatt podcast. I am your host and teacher, Eddie Hyatt, and I'm so glad you've joined me today. This is a Monday morning. We are continuing our study, our examination of Paul's letter to the the Christians in Ephesus, and what a letter jam packed with so much powerful truths about who we are in Jesus Christ, about Jesus and what He has accomplished for us. And 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 how the promises of God belong to us through Jesus Christ. Uh, today we're going to begin with chapter 3. And I do want to remind you that when Paul wrote this, he did not write in chapters and verses. He just wrote a single letter. Uh, chapter and verse divisions came along in, I believe, the 13th century. So they're not necessarily inspired. They're not part of the original writing. And... Um, they're helpful in the sense that it they help us to locate a particular passage of Scripture. but They're also detrimental in that they make it easy to take words and passages out of context. It's all too easy to memorize a passage of Scripture and ignore the passages above it and after it. And so when Paul wrote the letter, it was just one single letter— and i would encourage you to read it sometime the way paul wrote it sit down and read it in one sitting all the way through you might be be uh, pleasantly surprised you might be elated at the understanding that comes to you as you prayerfully read it through the way paul wrote it we're going to begin today with chapter 3 and we're going to read uh we're going to deal with chapter three verses one through seven, that is uh, a paragraph. Paragraph is a unit of thought made up usually of several sentences. And so we're going to deal with the first paragraph here, and I'll read it through, and then we will comment on it. So Paul says, writing to primarily Gentiles, because uh, Ephesus is a Gentile city, he says, for this reason I, Paul, the prisoner of Christ Jesus, for you Gentiles... If indeed you have heard of the dispensation of the grace of God, which was given to me for you, how that by revelation he made known to me the mystery, as I have briefly briefly written already, by which when you read, you may understand my knowledge in the mystery of Christ, which in other ages was not made known to the sons of men, as it has now been revealed by the Spirit to his holy apostles and prophets, that the Gentiles should be fellow heirs of the same body and partakers of his name in Christ through the gospel, of which I became a minister according to the gift of the grace of God given to me by the effective working of his power. There, there is so much uh, truth gem-packed in that very short paragraph. But let's just begin at the beginning of the paragraph. He starts in saying, for this reason, I called the prisoner of Christ Jesus for you Gentiles. Very interesting to me that Paul never calls himself the prisoner of Rome. Uh, he, He is a prisoner of Rome, but he calls himself the prisoner of Christ Jesus. In other words, he will not admit that Rome, that natural circumstances, that human beings, that that human powers hold sway over his life. He is not a prisoner of Rome. He is a prisoner of Jesus Christ. And if you have given yourself to Jesus Christ, never allow, no matter what you go through, always believe that God is at work guiding your steps, overruling, Uh, whatever people and circumstances would try to do to you and that ultimately his will and his plan are going to be fulfilled in and through your life so he says i paul not the prisoner room i paul the prisoner of jesus christ for you gentiles i'm here i'm I'm this prisoner for your sake because god called me to take the gospel message to the Gentiles. Paul is often called the apostle to the Gentiles. Oh, he preached to Jews, but his primary calling was to take the good news of Jesus to the Gentile world. And uh, we are enjoying the gospel today very much as a result of the labors of Paul the apostle who carried the gospel message throughout the, the Gentile world of his day. And he says, if indeed you have heard of the dispensation of the grace of God, which was given to me for you. So he's talking about his call. Um, And it wasn't something that Paul chose. It wasn't something that he planned. I mean, he was was interrupted. His life was interrupted on the road to Damascus that you can read about. I believe it's in Acts chapter 9. Jesus interrupted him. Confronted him, uh, threw him to the ground, revealed himself to him, and called him to take his message to the Gentile world. So, this is the context of which he's saying that the dispensation of the grace of God, which was given to me for you, how that by revelation he made known to me the mystery as I have already written mystery. Now, th- now this is very important because in Scripture, a mystery is not a riddle that has to be solved. A mystery, the Greek word is musterion, a mystery is something that has been hidden in the past, but is now being brought out into the open. So Paul, he speaks of how that by revelation, he made known to me the mystery. So what is the mystery that he says God has made known to him by revelation? Well, let's keep reading. It's an exciting uh, mystery. By which when you read, you may understand my knowledge in the mystery of Christ. Now there is that that word again. Uh, And again, he's not talking about some riddle. He's talking about what has been hidden, but has now is now being made known through Jesus Christ. He says, which in other ages was not made known to the sons of men, uh, and, in other words, uh, and to the population, to people in general, as it has now been revealed by the Spirit to His holy apostles and prophets. Now here is the revelation. That, that here is the mystery. Here is what has been revealed that was not known in past ages that the Gentiles should be fellow heirs. Fellow heirs, it means equal heirs, joined together, fellow heirs of the same body and partakers of his promise in Christ through the gospel. Wow. You see, when we put our faith in Jesus Christ, we become heirs of all the Old Testament promises. Uh, there's an old hymn we used to say sing when i was growing up every promise in the book is mine every chapter every verse and every line and that is true because of what jesus has done for us let me read let me let me read some passages that uh, that clarify what what we're saying here and what paul said one of them is in second corinthians chapter 1 mm-hmm. verse 20 and Paul is writing to Gentile believers in the Greek city of Corinth. And he says to them, for all the promises of God. Now what promises of God is he talking about? Well, the New Testament has not been written, so he's talking about all the promises of God in the Old Covenant, in the Old Testament. He says for all the promises for all the promises of God in him talking about Jesus. In him are yes, and in him amen, so be it, to the glory of God through us. So it's sort of like that Jesus has has signed the note. In him, all those Old Testament promises become ours because of what he has done. And then let me read a a few passages uh, a little further over in Galatians that are so powerful along these lines. Now, notice that Paul, remember what Paul said, that the mystery is. Let me just read that again. He says, by which you, when you read, you may understand my knowledge in the mystery of Christ, which in other ages was not made known to the sons of men, that the Gentiles should be fellow heirs of the same body and partakers of, of his promise in Christ through the gospel. Now let's read what he says uh, in Galatians chapter 3. Turning over that right now, Galatians chapter 3. And here Paul says, 3.13, he speaks about how Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law Having become a curse for us, as it is written, cursed is everyone who hangs on a tree, that the blessing of Abraham, the blessing that was promised to Abraham, what did God say to Abraham? He said, Abraham, in you and your descendants, all the world will be blessed. I will bless you and I'll bless your descendants. And so that promise becomes ours when we put our faith in Jesus Christ that the blessing of Abraham might come upon the Gentiles in Christ Jesus, that we might receive the promise of the Spirit through faith. I believe you're saying there that we might receive the the promise that the Holy Spirit gave to Abraham, that we receive that promise through faith when we put our faith in him. And then there's uh, there's so much in Galatians, but let me just read this one passage uh, in verse 29 of Galatians 3. He says, and if you are Christ, then you are Abraham's seed and heirs according to the promise. If you belong to Christ, and if you are Christ, then you are Abraham's seed and heirs according to the promise. The the, the Old Testament promises of blessing belong to you if you put your faith in Jesus. Now, there's a lot of people, they've got this thing about um, replacement theology, and and sometimes I'm asked, do you believe in replacement theology? No, I don't. I believe in reconciliation theology, that through Jesus Christ, God is reconciling both Jew and Gentile to himself through Jesus Christ. And as Paul said, this is the mystery that was hidden in ages past but is now being brought out into the open through the preaching of the gospel, verse 6 of Ephesians 3, that the Gentiles should be fellow heirs of the same body and partakers of his promise in Christ. Wow. So you, yes, you, because you belong to Jesus, you are Abraham's seed seed and an heir to all of those Old Testament promises for blessing. Hallelujah. What a wonderful thing God has done for us through Jesus Christ. Rejoice in him today. Receive his blessing. Let his prosperity flow into your life today, for you are Abraham's seed and an heir according to the blessing that was promised to him and to his descendants. I'm Eddie Hyatt. This is the Eddie Hyatt podcast. Uh, check out my website, eddiehyatt.com. Uh, watch for my book. It should be up this week for sale. Uh, it is called Discovering the Real Jesus. You don't want to miss it. Discovering the Real Jesus. It'll be available on Amazon and my website at eddiehyatt.com. And I will look forward to seeing you again tomorrow.